0: All right, we ready? Yes. <coughs> oh, I'm not. Let's do. Uh, let's do unedited show. This uh, for the discussion. Thank you. All right, so everybody, watch your language.
1: Oh, he means himself.
0: <laughs> I I don't know what you're talking about. I I I'm always the. Uh, I, I'm, you are
1: the most colorful of the podcast I am, team.
0: I am not. I resent <laughs> that.
2: Let me uh, let me rewrite a couple of news stories just so I can make sure you have a rant. <laughs> uh, oh,
0: I, I've asked like seventeen times. We ready? And what are you looking for, honey? My car
3: keys. He's got to leave in an hour to pick up Stella. So I just want to make sure he's got
0: them in his pocket. Oh. Okay. Boy, this is really going to be a great unedited show because the first five minutes are going to be Max looking for her car keys. What
3: is
0: it on right now? Yeah, we're recording. We're recording. That's why I've been saying, are you ready?
1: I would love to be a fly on the wall in her house just for like a day. No, you wouldn't. Because I think you'd be so fun to watch. You'd
0: you'd last about 20 minutes.
2: Are you insinuating she has flies? No. That's really
1: rude. I'd be the one that got away.
0: All right, are we ready? Okay, in three, two, one. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to the Diz Unplugged. Hello, and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable discussion for December 8th, 2010, from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Teresa Eccles back in the peanut gallery. Max, the intern, running around the house looking for Teresa's car keys. And Walter is not here. Walter actually thinks he might have a sinus infection. Ew! He is uh, going to see the doctor on Thursday, so fingers crossed.
1: At least they're not contagious. But he must be miserable.
0: Yeah. Well, it's he's been sounding bad the last few days, and he was sick last week too. And so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you know he gets over it. But oh, she found her car keys. I'm surprised they're shiny. That you didn't just zero right in on them. (laughs) Uh, In this week's show, I'm going to have my review of the new Epic Mickey video game for the Wii. Kevin Close has his review of Pollo Camparo. Did I say that right? At Downtown Disney? Sure. And we finish up our holiday coverage by discussing holiday events around Orlando. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. The last show recorded in the studio this year. The last show of the year is our uh, show next week that we do on board the Disney Wonder for the podcast cruise. I can't believe it's here already. I was about to say,
1: does anybody else feel like it just flew by the I'm year?
0: So not ready.
2: It's been sixteen months or eighteen months of planning, and it's like
0: here it is. Oh my god, here it is. So we will. Uh, so the uh, the show will probably go up, depending on how well everything's recorded on the ship. Uh, the show will go up Thursday, possibly Friday of next week. Just want to give everybody a heads up on that. And uh, uh, for those of you who are on the podcast crews that are listening to this, uh, that show that we record, what is it, Tuesday? We record, right? Tuesday or Wednesday? Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. It's we record. Wednesday. It's the last day. Uh, day the the last full day of the cruise. Um, uh, I have a an important announcement to make at the beginning of that show. Actually, before we start recording the show, I have an important announcement to make. Uh, so I'd like everyone there. But also, uh, we are giving away a lot of stuff during that show. Um, we've had some pretty cool ideas. and
2: well, uh, Kevin and I are moving, so we're clearing out our house. <laughs>
0: Is it confirmed? Is it? No, we don't. Oh, okay.
4: All the dust bunnies you can handle. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and our, uh, our first show, uh, that'll be our last show next week. Until uh, January 5th will be the next show that we that's put That's
1: That's second birthday. Oh
0: Wow well we record on the fourth so but it goes that's up. his
4: birthday eve
5: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, yeah, we're taking the holidays off we do we do every year because it's just too much with everything going on. Mm-hmm. so I technically we should have probably done a show Thanksgiving week and not done a show this week. Um, because everybody getting ready for the cruise, I have like five days worth of laundry I have to do.
3: It amazes me. The people that have already packed,
0: clothes. their they're and they're sick. They're ready. sick people. I'd love them to death, but you're sick. People have packed two, two weeks in advance
3: and repacked
0: it's craziness, craziness. I'm going to pack the morning of the cruise <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> when are we packing, Julie? Huh. Excuse
1: me. Wee. There's yeah. no we in the packing in our house.
0: And and you know it's 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 in the the high 40s, low 50s here today. And I've got two people sitting at the table right now with scarves on. um we, we, are Flo- the... we are we are we are we're Floridians now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were Southern to begin with. Yeah. I'm also. So this wearing is shorts. shorts.
2: Yeah, shorts and
0: a yeah shorts, shorts and a scarf. And scarf. <laughs> we need yeah. a lateral. He doesn't move.
1: make sense. We... I have at least I have boots
2: on. We had a, a frost last night.
0: It was gorgeous. I'm we had loving a... this weather. We had a... I've been burned, I've
3: I do got, like it got my fireplace to heat. but
0: got my fireplace to fix, so I've been you know, putting fires on. Oh,
3: I know. He texted me a picture of the roaring fire the other night. It's great. <laughs> so,
0: love it. Oh,
1: love I it. just get cold to my bones. I'm like a 70-year-old woman.
0: Cold to my bones. <laughs> <laughs> sent, sent it sounded almost like Will there.
1: <clears throat> I told you he was a redneck.
0: <laughs> but you're not a redneck.
1: Oh, I'm from the country. The region.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's in the air, Jason. but it's, you know... <laughs> I didn't think it was, like, viral.
3: <laughs> it can be.
0: <laughs> um, all right, housekeeping. I know we have a prize to give away, Julie. Why don't we get that out of the way?
1: Um, yeah, this is Doug. He's Soul Fan 68 uh, number 42.
0: Number 42 for Doug, and I still don't have anything fixed. So um, he has won two one-day park hopper with transportation to Universal Orlando.
4: Oh, okay. Know. Who was it that had a prize matron on TV? Wasn't it Ellen? Ellen. Ellen has a prize matron.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I am I just got get to get get myself together and get it sent in to be fixed. Um, yeah, I
2: bet hers works.
0: Shut the <laughs> hell up.
2: <laughs>
4: Live show,
0: no cursing. That wasn't... Hell's not a curse. <laughs> um,
4: it's actually a place in Grand Cayman. Really?
1: Oh, yeah, they sell those t-shirts. I've been to hell. We've been
4: to hell. And the gentleman who works in the hell gift shop... Is an elderly gentleman who dresses up as the devil. He's very, he's he's
0: funny. Mm. I'm sure.
1: What a life. (laughs) That's a
4: hell of a postcard.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, So, congratulations, Doug, uh, to one day Park Hopper passes to Universal Orlando with transportation. Congratulations.
4: Uh. Julie's going to come get you. (laughs) <laughs> that's the transportation
0: Yeah, it's transportation Julie and Ferris and Finley No, Max You Max. to sit, Max sit is in the very
3: back, back.
2: <laughs> That's what we should give away You get to sit in the way back
0: <laughs> What? Give away you should
2: have Max the intern for a day And he would be like their chauffeur and oh, I, want that. I think that's
4: illegal
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's- <laughs> We're bordering on slavery
3: <laughs> that, That's
4: what we should do Give away And Teresa wants to enter.
3: Yeah, really <laughs>
0: Uh, what else do we have for housekeeping? Anything?
2: We have a change in venue for one of our um, events on Podcast Cruise 2.0. Yeah, what
0: the heck happened with that?
2: Uh, they want to drive me insane, is what they want to do. Our private barbecue and party on Castaway Key on our Castaway Key, D- key Day is now key D. Be Aruba. Has been moved <laughs> from Cookies 2 to Cookies 1.
0: So, Cookies 2 is on the adult beach. Cookies 1 is on the family beach.
2: It's right. going to be in the Gumbo Limbo Pavilion.
0: Which is actually a lot more convenient, I, I think, agree. for a lot yes. of people. So
2: There's a lot of things involved. It's more convenient. there. One of the things they wanted to point out to me was there's more bars. Mm. Uh, I don't know why they would want to point that out. Because Just, the last
0: time, uh, last time. Well, because, exactly. the, yeah, the last time, the last podcast cruise we did, I remember uh, uh, one of them saying to me. That per capita spending at the bars for our group was like triple the normal, uh, uh, the normal so, DCL <laughs> guest. So they really like us.
1: It's going to be a ship full of alcoholics, basically.
0: Basically, and I am their, I'm I'm their titular head.
2: <laughs> is he person so, again? I think he is, but I'm not sure.
0: No, you weren't in chat the night we had the discussion about me being the titular head mm-hmm. of the site.
2: No, okay. I,
6: was,
0: uh, I think this, Grand new, tipple, uh, this new location will fit our group better, too.
2: It's going to fit us better. It's going to be easier for people to get in and out of more bars. And you get to we see in Limbo. I kind
1: of felt bad for the adults that will be around, like at the beach, having kids in their area when and they're trying to get away from kids.
2: the whole thing over yeah. at that point, so it's going to fit us better. But it's just the last-minute change. Um, schedules are printed up and going to be in everybody's stateroom. Those are going to have the wrong information on them, so we're going to make sure that. We get the word out that the venue has been changed.
0: Okay. Cool. What else we got? Anything? Going once, going twice. Got a long show. John with the news.
2: Our first story. Homeless man faces charges for celebration killing. Authorities have arrested a homeless man in connection. Merry
0: Christmas.
2: A homeless John. John with the death news. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Authorities have arrested a homeless man in connection to the first homicide in, celebra- in celebration, Disney's Master Plan Central Florida community. Authorities said they arrested 28-year-old David Israel Murillo on Monday. They charged him with first-degree murder for the death of 50-year-old Mateo Giovendito, who was slain in his home over Thanksgiving weekend. Osceola County Sheriff's investigators said Gio Vendito was beaten and strangled. Mm. Um, they said the two men knew, had known each other for about a year, but declined, to, but declined to give
4: specifics about their relationship. I was watching the news last night. Come to find out he was his doctor. Really? A
2: doctor-
0: counselor. Counselor.
4: And he said that the man who was murdered was the homeless
2: was man.
0: Counsel, had been counseling him, is, yeah. is what I read in the news. Is, had he been counseling him?
4: Well, they referred to him as his doctor last night on television.
0: Okay, I and guess I can
4: Well, I guess a counselor can be a right. doctor. And apparently the homeless man has said that he made a pass at him, and he deserved what he got.
0: Yeah, that's what he was saying as he was coming out of the jail. Oh, but you also know. you could tell as he was coming out of the jail, this is somebody who seriously meant has serious mental illness. And uh, not that that's an excuse, but, you know, I got to be honest, watching him being hounded by the by the press, I felt bad for him. Um, This guy's obviously uh, obviously really sick.
2: There's another uh, wrinkle to this. First of all, I want to say that uh, Celebration is no longer under Disney control. Right. It's its own community.
0: And that's the other thing that's really bothering me about this is the Disney Disney Town. It's not the Disney Town. Yes, it started by, you know, the Disney Corporation incorporated the town of Celebration, set everything up, but then they got out, and they it hasn't been under Disney control for years.
2: And that's why it's such a big hoopla and a hype. It is. I, I mean, CNN, MSNBC, if there was a murder in St. Cloud. I'm
0: so fed up with the news. Right. I really right. am. Yeah. I'm so fed up with them on every level. They are just – it's just disgusting.
5: Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, did you see, I mean, there's quite a few threads on the Diz about this that everybody's just fascinated by that. And it's like, Mm
0: -hmm. well, it's a little bit different on the, it's a little bit different on the site because, you know, these are people who come to Orlando all the time. These are people, a lot of these people go to celebration and have dinner and stuff like that. So there is a connection and a fascination among fans that I can understand why it's on CNN why it's on MSNBC because they've added the name Disney right, right. Yeah. exactly. It's it, the, and that's the
2: perfect community that Disney
0: built. you know it's not you know, so I, it, I I think it's a little bit different, you know, people on the boards talking about it versus it being covered on the news the way it's being but covered. I, you
5: know, even it's only this is the first one. It's not like this is the second that I should mean, be that should be the story that in fourteen years think, this is yeah, the yeah, first that murder been, that you know
0: right. I, I'm, I, it's horrible that it happened. I feel terrible that it happened. But I think it says a lot about that community that mm-hmm. in 14 years, you know, Orlando has one of the highest crime rates in the nation, uh, to be honest with everybody. And and so for any community in this state, in in, in this area, to have gone that long without a major violent crime is, is really impressive. So, um, you know. It is it is what it is. Did you I, read
4: the op-ed piece out of the New York Times? No. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Th- this got an
0: op-ed in the New York Times? Uh-huh. Are you kidding? No.
4: It, it's absolutely ridiculous. The person who uh, wrote the op-ed piece lived here in 1996 to 97 or 97 to 98 to get a feel for what celebration was like and wrote it with almost this sort of... Um, titillation that things aren't what they seem. There are divorces in celebration. Houses <laughs> <laughs> are foreclosing in celebration. And I think to myself, you know, no one told you you were living on Main Street.
0: Right. You know what? Look, it is a, it's a beautiful town. Uh, yeah, it's got a whole Stepford thing going on, no question. <laughs> but I, you know, it's not a place I would choose to live personally, not saying anything about anybody who does live there. If I could afford it, I would. I wouldn't I wouldn't really I wouldn't um, have a place there.
5: Yeah, I'd like a second home there. I apologize. My brother's calling and I
4: he's with my mom. I just have to check.
0: All right, we're back. Three, two, one. <laughs> 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 wow. <Ta-da! laughs> I I have like very dusty. Hey, so where were we?
1: Um celebration. You wouldn't live in celebration.
0: would well, yeah, I, I uh Why you not, know, just uh, it's 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 a little too uh, it's a little too for me. I I don't like. I have a problem with the communities that which are many of them in in Florida that tell you what colors you can paint your house and what color your blinds have to be and all that stuff. I got a problem with that. You um, live,
2: you actually live in a very unusual area for Orlando. W- you live in not in a in a homeowner.
0: This is also why it community. took it took a while for us to find this house yeah. because we are in one of the few. Uh, subdivisions in Orlando that does not have, uh, not only does it not have a uh, uh, a governing
3: uh, um, Homeowner. homeowner's, homeowners association.
0: association. Um, it's a beautiful neighborhood. You mm-hmm. drive through this neighborhood; it it's is. gorgeous. And I think you know it says that you know it, it's possible. These, you don't
1: have to have somebody you have telling you what to do. You also
0: live neck. in
4: a neighborhood that predates that.
0: that right. trend. That's why. That's right. why. And you live you know, in an older part of Orlando. Walter. Walter doesn't. And the politics in this little tiny community that he lives yeah, in, we know. the politics mm-hmm. are stupid. I mean, it really is ridiculous.
4: See, I don't have a problem. I When we chose our house, I don't have a problem with the regulations. I like the idea that the person next to me can't paint their house lime green. Right. Or... You know, electric blue. Or I have you know cars up on blocks in their front
2: lawn. See, I'm and okay I got to.
0: I think if you pick the right neighborhood, you're 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 okay with you. You're not going to have those problems. Like I said, I got to be honest. You know, I've lived here now for seven years, uh, almost eight years, and never had anybody with a car up on blocks. Never had anybody painting their house a crazy color. Never had any problems whatsoever with any of my neighbors uh, at all, ever. <laughs> It could so, be
1: like our homeowners association. They'll say, "Don't put your trash can in front of your garage. Move it where we can't see it." But the house down the street can have a car up on blocks.
4: Right. Yes, the ours yeah. you can't do any of that. Right. The one we live in, you can't have a car. You can't even have advertising on your car in the neighborhood we live in. Hmm. If you have a truck or something from your business, you can't park it. Covered. You know, you can or you can't have it in the neighborhood.
2: Right. One of the things with celebration is it was notorious when it was. Uh, controlled by Disney for having very,
4: very strict regulations.
0: It was crazy. Right.
2: Now like, they've relaxed.
4: I went to bit. the Founders Day thing. We, my mother and I went to the uh, the, um, the raffle the very first day in 1995, and we were one of the people picked to be able to buy a house. And at that time, you got to pick the builder and the style. You didn't get to pick anything else. And they also had rules when they first opened that if you sold your house within the first five years, you could only recoup what you paid for it. If there was any profit, it went back to the celebration town. Oh, see, well. I, celebration I
0: think. Crazy. See, I think. I, I think um, my my impression of buying a house in Celebration is based on those days. Right. So it's changed. So you know, I don't know. Maybe like I the would flamingo story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, but you
4: still can't. You still can't paint your house any color you want. There are approved colors. Right.
0: Right. I see I, like I said, I am very happy living in a non-homeowner association community. Really and truly, I'm very happy with that. So.
2: All right, our next news story. Cruise ship rescue 6 found on raft. A Royal Caribbean cruise ship returned to Port Canaveral on Monday, December 6, after rescuing six Cubans on a small raft. A passenger aboard the Monarch of the Seas spotted the raft drifting off the coast of South Florida on Sunday night. The raft apparently was made of tarp, tires, and rope. Oh my! The ship changed its course and pulled alongside the raft, and member, crew members pulled the six people on board. Mm-hmm. Um, authorities say six people have been had been at sea for fifteen days. God bless them. Passengers from the cruise ships of the rescue didn't come without challenges. Uh, one man actually jumped off the raft and onto a buoy. buoy buoy, one guest reported, and another reported that the seas were very rough. After making a stop in the Bahamas, the Royal Caribbean ship was supposed to dock at Coco Cay, but bad weather kept the ship at sea. Passengers said if the ship hadn't changed course, the Cubans may not have been found. Uh, Once safely on board word spread that one passenger had died while the raft was adrift at sea. The Coast Guard took the six survivors aboard their vessel overnight.
6: I think it's amazing. What people will do to get on a mm-hmm. cruise
2: ship
0: for free? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. You see, I, 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 think you know what goes through my mind here in that story is, uh, you think about what people will go through to come to a place mm-hmm. that we take for granted, yeah. Um, and you know, uh, it's it's a promise of a better life. It's and. People and will,
1: they're risking, I mean, they could have all They're died.
0: risking their lives. They're risking, risking their lives for that tires, um,
1: tarp and some rope. I and, wouldn't have gotten on is, that sucker. I, uh,
0: I, 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 you know, I think it just, you know, is a, is a good reminder, um, to us, to me anyway, that, you know, there's a lot of things I take for granted because it's what I've always known. Um, and there's no place else in the world like America, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, whatever you think of the politics or anything else. um, the basics of America are really good and so good that, you know, there are lots of people who would brave death.
5: But you do see they never did make it to land because when they got right. close to the port, the Coast Guard put them on their boat.
0: See, and this is uh, part
5: of the politics okay. is we can't. Accept yeah, I'm not. I see,
0: now we. we yeah, well, here's the thing is if they actually make it to step right. foot on land, they have to be allowed to stay. Right. Um, if they're Cuban. If they're Cuban, that doesn't apply to other nationalities, applies to Cubans. Um, But we could easily go into a whole other political conversation on that. I don't want to do that. Suffice it to say, I think that's obscene that they sent these people back. But
2: but kudos to Royal Caribbean and uh, the captain of that ship for getting them on board.
0: But this is why the guy was jumping on a buoy. He did not want to get he knew if he got on that boat. That they were going to be sent back, they knew it, and he. They wanted to try and make land, and if they made, because they knew if they made land, they would be allowed to stay, and uh, so. You know, they come with the shirts on their back, that's and sad. that's just. It is. It is sad. It is sad. It's terribly sad. <laughs> but like I said, whole other political conversation. Right. Let's just stay away from that.
2: And our final story. Disney reaches 100 million Facebook fans. On Sunday, December 5th, the Disney company announced that they had reached 100 million Facebook followers, perhaps the highest number with any one company. Wow. The fans, the fans or likes, are spread over more than 200 Facebook pages, ranging from theme parks and Toy Story movies to characters such as Mickey Mouse and Dory. Disneyland's page alone reached 6 million fans. <laughs> that's, that's an odd grouping, isn't it? Mickey Mouse and Dory. Mouse and Dory. Dory's popular.
4: Apparently.
2: Um, the list did not include Disney entities such as ABC and ESPN. Uh, the company began launching the pages starting in August 2009 and attract about 5 million new fans each week.
6: <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs>
2: Other companies appear to fall behind Disney. Facebook itself has 29.6 million fans, and Coca-Cola boasts 20.3 million, according to Techland.com. I think that's incredible. They have more than Facebook itself. Yeah. (laughs) Four times as much. But it's kind of cheesy. It's kind of cheap because they count 200 individual pages. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, it's it's, it's PR. They need all the good Mm -hmm. PR they can get right now. Yeah. Especially, um, now, I'm very surprised that none of your news stories this week included the video released by some Disney cast members oh, or yeah. the union for the Disney cast members who were in a contract negotiation with Disney. Apparently, it's getting ugly. It usually does. It's called Mousetrap. And it's called Mousetrap. I was and going to
2: talk about it, but...
0: I got to be honest. I I watched about 10 minutes of it. Like, OK, I get the message, you know, because it was just it was really poorly done um, that yeah, it, it was, was just, long. you know, one after another after another saying the same thing. OK, we get it. You consider you feel like you're underpaid. And, and I'm not going to argue the point. I think they are underpaid, grossly underpaid. Um, but, you know,
5: you didn't see the end.
0: I I couldn't get to it. I just I was like, okay, look, this is our, you know, I I get it. I I I understand and I agree and I support you and I I just but I can't sit and watch another 10 minutes of you know, of this. What happened at the end, Kathy? Um they all jumped I, off I, a bridge. There was a kiss goodnight.
5: No, I agree that it it was too long, but at the end they showed this one cast member and they said that she died while this was all going on, which I thought was a little oh, over the top. Are you kidding? That, because you know, she made minimum wage? Yeah. That, you know, this happened to her and it's like, you know, okay, I feel really bad that this cast member died, but I don't think the contract negotiations had anything
0: to you do. You know, it's, yeah, that's just, oh my God. There
4: comes a point when you're, there and, comes a point when your point is lost.
0: But you know what? It also did not, in order for this, what they were hoping for, this was a Hail Mary pass by the union, in my opinion. Um, to get it out there and get the fan community in particular up in arms to put pressure on Disney. And I don't think it worked. No, I
5: don't also think I don't know it that did this either. This is the
2: second one he's made of this. The original was in like in 2006, I believe. And this was a follow-up to that one because it was during the first contract negotiations.
0: And so it's not. I'm not. The- I, look, you know, uh, I've said it a million times before. I don't think you can pay cast members enough. Really. No. I don't think you can. And they do need to be paid better. They really do, but so if, are they're you to pay more? if they're expecting, if they're if I knew that's what it was going for, yes, yes, absolutely, I would be. Um, I think part of the but,
2: assumption people make is, but when if you these say more, it goes to certain. Things. If if
0: people who are working frontline in a theme park are expecting that they're going to be making forty or fifty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. they're out of their minds. Mm-hmm. OK, it's just not going to happen. You have to understand this will always be comparatively a low wage job.
2: However, I think it's fair to assume that if you're going to start out at minimum wage, you're going to progress through the company to a point.
0: When you have people so that have been working there 20, 20 years right, and making $12 yes. an hour, that's unacceptable. Exactly, That's when unacceptable. Have, you have to work for that, too. People aren't going to come to you saying,
6: you know, the way you're serving ice cream, you know, let's promote you. Like my sister had to.
4: You know, right. work, I mean, work, work,
6: work, work, work. I,
4: when I was younger, I had entry-level positions where you made minimum wage, and if you got 3% a year cost of living raise, that's what you got. But the idea is that you don't, that you hopefully don't settle for that You right. work your way up You do the best job you can And you try and improve your uh, position Your pay rate, your pay grade, whatever And the thing so is not to get you, too comfortable Right, so if you're working for 20 years at some place And you're still making $12 an hour It seems to me that you haven't really been a go-getter
0: Well, you see, and this is my point too Is that my sister uh, had Back in the day Dated a guy who worked at Disney for many years who was miserable, had a horrible attitude, um, did nothing but complain about his job and that they didn't pay him enough and blah, blah, blah. But this guy didn't do a single blessed thing to try and advance himself in his job. Okay, if you're going to show, you know, and again, I'm not saying this is true of everybody. Um, And I want to reiterate, I am 125% behind far better remuneration for cast members. Absolutely. But I think Kevin's point is, is a valid one. You have to, there. you know, Disney is a company, I, I mean, we've, we've met a lot of people in, in mid and upper management at Disney, and so many of them started out in the theme parks, mm-hmm. um, and they worked their way up, and, you know, it's the, the opportunity is there, and I'm not saying that, obviously everybody's not going to be able to do that, but, you know.
4: Didn't Bob Iger start
0: in the theme parks? Isn't he somebody who started?
4: Oh, I don't know. I don't
2: remember his backstory, but it's one very of the, possible.
4: One of the people that we've talked to, somebody started out in the theme park and they became an executive.
0: Well, I'm Lee Cockrell. Yeah, right. right. Lee Cockrell. That, maybe that's Lee what Cockrell, I'm thinking of. yeah. Um, so, I mean,
4: I, and there's not enough room for everybody to be an executive.
0: But, but if this you, is a company with massive, massive opportunities in a number of divisions, mm-hmm. even if it's not within the theme parks, you know, uh... It, it's th- there is room for advancement. And again, I don't want this to come across as saying, um, you're not getting paid enough because you're not doing enough. Um, but I think you know, and I, I, the union, I give the union credit for trying to do something to advance these negotiations of a pressure on Disney. Unfortunately, I think this fell short. I, I think they overestimated the amount of time people are willing to sit and watch one of these videos. Uh, this is, you know, it's the internet. It's short attention span theater. You got to get your point across in five minutes or less. You've lost your audience.
5: So what do you think is going to happen when the, their extension runs out on the 11?
0: I think they have, because they took this shot and it didn't work. I think now Disney's going to feel even more empowered and they're going to dig their heels. in. I think this is going to be a protracted, Hmm. um, there's that possibility. But then again, you also have the fact that, it's the the, the the economy has has hit Disney. I mean, Disney had mm-hmm. its first quarterly loss in a long time uh, last quarter. Uh, you know, their their occupancy is down eight percent over last year. Uh, so it might be a scenario where they make a deal just to keep everybody working because, especially, uh, you know, if uh, if it comes to busy season, uh, spring break time, President's Week. Uh, February, March time frame, and they have a walkout, they've got problems.
4: I just, not, this does, it's kind of unrelated, but it is related. I just got an email today from one of the hotels in Las Vegas. Now through March thirty first, I can stay there any night I want for forty one dollars and thirty eight cents, wow. and that includes free health club passes and free drinks and ten dollar match play. My and
2: understanding is
0: Vegas is the worst economy. Well, Vegas has really hit hard. Right.
4: So I mean the, the the tourist market. I understand that Disney's you
0: know yeah Vegas is a little bit more. Um, it, it's a little. It's a bit worse in Vegas because literally that's pissing away money. Um, as opposed to when you spend that money at Disney World, you're really getting something back in terms of entertainment for your for your dollar. And if you're a hardcore gambler, I don't you know really don't send me any emails that you know. Well, it's entertainment for me, it's cool. But for the most people, they're going and losing a thousand dollars that they can't afford to lose. And during boom times, that's great. And People will do that, but during a recession, they're not going to. Um, I, I I I just I personally if you're asking me what i think is going to happen i think disney's going to dig its heels in i think this is going to be a protracted negotiation i think it's going to go right up to the wire i think if the union is smart they'll dig their their, their heels in and they'll take this right up to a strike cuz i don't think disney's going to let a strike happen right now unless of course unless of course the first two or three months of next year turn out to be strong booking months if disney's if disney starts seeing a recovery if disney thinks that they're coming back then no, they're not going to give in to the unions. This has been their history. They have been they have played hardball with the unions for as long as I've been following this. Um, they have played hardball with the unions, and I'm a big union guy. And I really hope they don't go out on strike because I won't cross a picket line.
5: I was just going to ask you that. one. I would not. Na-
0: nope, I under no circumstances will I cross a picket line. No way, shape, or when I worked for UPS, I wouldn't cross the picket line, and I was in management and i refused and thankfully i had a boss who understood i come from a long line of union my family was all union um and uh i remember my father saying to me please tell me you're not crossing that picket line um so you know
2: bad jokes have crossed my hand i won't say them what (laughs) norma gay shut up (laughs) He climbed up on that you'd table. Cross,
0: you'd cross a picket
2: oh, line? Absolutely, I would not. But okay. Fun All right. Yeah, successful. I
0: was just I was just going to uh, call you on that.
2: Absolutely. You know my family's back. Absolute, absolutely. That's what, family
0: that. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm um, saying. You know, we are blue-collar New Jersey people. Um, but uh, However,
2: if Teresa was picketing and <laughs> on strike. You'd cross right in front of
1: her,
3: <laughs> wouldn't you? Run over her. And run over her. Right
0: <laughs> and then back up.
4: <laughs> did, they, did she just wake up?
3: No, I'm speechless. <laughs> don't worry, Teresa. I don't
4: believe that for a minute.
3: <laughs> I'm thinking some things, but I can't say. You
1: anything. know that scene in *Fried Green Tomatoes* where she just rams the woman's car that, st- that steals
3: season. the
4: parking spot? Just watch. It's like I'm older I'm and up. I have more insurance. Um, more insurance.
0: <laughs> All right, and
2: that'll do it for the news.
0: All right, thank you, John. Let's move on to Rapid Fire. Who would like to go first? I will. I'm ready. Okay,
3: <laughs> back here. I just wanted to ra- remind everybody that Santa Claus is in Downtown Disney now. What through- the heck's he
0: doing there? He's hanging. He out. needs to be in the North I Pole know. getting ready.
3: <laughs> He's there five to nine thirty in the afternoons until. Oh, let me refine that. He's there till nine thirty every day until the twenty fourth. On the twenty fifth, Santa Goofy arrives because Santa Claus goes to the North Pole, so Goofy comes in takes its place from 3 to 9.30 until January Imposter. (laughs) It's fun. It's free. Sits on a
0: throne of lies.
4: I hope those L's are unionized, too.
3: (laughs) I like it because it's free, and it's Disney. It's
0: cool. Two words you don't often hear in the same sentence. That's
3: right. So head over there.
6: Thank you, Teresa. Corey. I want to let everybody know that we have discounted Richard Petty tickets on the site. Now the discounts we have are the best you'll find on the Internet. I'm letting you know now because they're not going to be like this for long. Probably January 1st, they're going to be going a up. little bit higher. Um, if you're interested, if you know somebody that's interested, looking for a Christmas gift, um, the ride-along, you save $25. The rookie experience, you save 108 I know Kevin's wanting this from John. Noted. Uh, <laughs> no. The king's experience, you save $154 and then a lifetime. What about X- queens? <laughs> yeah, that's next. That's coming up. Uh, the experience of a lifetime. You save one hundred and eighty four
0: dollars. So there's massive savings. You pay through PayPal or Visa or whatever. And We do have a financial relationship with uh, Richard Petty Driving Experience, so we do make money off this. So I want to make sure we're transparent about that. A lot of people are buying these. Yeah, it's very them popular. We've sold
6: more than Orbitz, Travelocity, all these big guys. So they're
0: pretty happy over there at the Richard Petty Experience. Cool. Thank you, Corey. Kevin Close.
4: I got to tell you about our backstage magic trips coming up. We have one February ninth February twentieth through the twenty fifth, April seventeenth through the twenty second, and one July thirty first through August fifth. We also have a Diz exclusive London Paris trip coming up September second of next year. You yeah, really the seats on the London-Paris trip are filling up. Going yep. fast. Going fast. This is...
0: Well, I have a few slots left.
4: There is a great deal of excitement about this trip.
0: Well, and just to, for anybody who's not familiar, this trip is really unique in that you can't get this anywhere else. This was a special itinerary done just for us. It includes the normal London-Paris itinerary that Adventures by Disney does, but it also has three days, two nights at Disneyland Paris. uh, With
4: our guides and our backstage passes and and our meals and us.
0: I mean, that's the best part.
4: And if you have any interest in any of those, please let me know. Kevin at com. I do need to let you know if you're interested in our February trip. This is The timing is you've really got to step up now.
0: And if we can um, fill the trip out by the end of December, Kevin and I will walk the Champs-Élysées wearing big floppy French hats.
5: Like Lucy oh, that is
1: not anything. I was thinking you were saying your underwear and heels. Okay, that's better.
4: Yeah, there's not a lot of them around for me. I wear a size fifteen, sixteen. Have <laughs> to find like a
0: that reminds like a costume me of Torch Shop. Song Trilogy. Do you have this in an eighteen?
5: <laughs>
4: My favorite thing from Torch Song Trilogy is I think I'll have a egg. <laughs> that's a long story, uh, and no, I'm not wearing a floppy hat or heels. Um... But you do get to walk along the Champs-Élysées, so sign
0: up. Kevin will make believe he's in heels and a floppy hat.
4: I'm 6'5". I look like I'm in heels anyway.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kevin. Johnny.
4: We went
2: to Candlelight Processional last week. Thank you. Kathy. <laughs> done. Um, it was nice. We um, had very special seating. We were up close. We had special badges for the show. Who did you see? We saw Corbin Brinson. How was he? Uh, weird. Beige. <laughs> he was very Beige. weird. Was not exciting. Was kind of just read along. However, he did something that we thought was hysterical. <laughs> we did.
4: He passed you know, out. <laughs> you know
2: when you're not supposed to laugh in church?
4: <laughs>
2: I got the giggles. Oh, no. You know when you get to the part of the story of Jesus' life mm-hmm. where he never wrote a book and he, he, never, never, he never traveled a certain number of miles from right. his home, blah, blah, blah. Well, he messed up the line and he said he never had an office Instead of never held an office. Never an
4: office. <laughs> and it hit me, he never had an office. And then I said to John, John, John looks at me, and goes, what are you laughing at? I said, he never had an office. And John says, well, he never rode a bike. Well, I said, I I said, never rode a bike, he never had an iPad. <laughs> he never had an office. And I thought, is that a big deal? It, just, it was one of those silly things. And, you know, you're surrounded by people and you're trying not to laugh and I, I the tears were rolling down my face because I got the laughing in church giggles.
2: However, all of the visiting choirs got new robes this year. Big
4: fluorescent
2: yellow, they're robes mm-hmm. lemon yellow with a glittery collar.
4: Really, and, uh, and new. the stained glass, the faux stained glass windows along the side are new. With the trumpeters, are. and they have taken away the cone of shame for the mm-hmm. top of the Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah, the that, that, cone the, of
0: shame. yeah that was last year too. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the cone of shame.
4: So. I thought, in my opinion, the lemon yellow costumes and the new windows and aren't quite as classy as I'm, as far as I'm concerned. And for
0: those who aren't familiar with what we're talking about, when we say the cone of shame. The center of the choir uh, usually was in the shape of a formation of a Christmas tree, and they wore green. And then the very top person would wear like this collar. That would make him look like the star of the of you know the star on the Christmas tree, like <laughs> Queen
1: Elizabeth or something, right?
0: But it was like this big old like you know the kind of collar you put on a dog to keep it from scratching. It's it's <laughs> yeah. stitches.
4: The green tree in the middle is actually the Disney cast member choir.
0: Right, right, and uh, so we always refer to the collar this guy has to wear as the cone of shame. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, the cone of shame is gone, and the the orchestra sounded great. The other thing we noticed was for the first time, the first time that we wait, was wasn't seen
1: this it, John's rapid
4: fire? All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. The, the the person doing the signing was a man. Oh, we had that last year several and times. He was a little less Animated. enthusiastic. Yeah, that as unfortunate. graceful and fluid. He, I, I don't sign, other than my name I can do, and you have to go really slow or I forget where I left off. But <laughs> I could never do the whole signing thing. By the time I got to the third letter trying to figure out what you were spelling, I was no no longer paying attention to what you were spelling.
0: <laughs> was it happening fast enough? Right. All. <laughs>
4: right. Um, he was. He just seemed. It was less interpretive dance and more mm. just sign language. Mm. Mm.
0: That's a shame. I know. Eat
6: and more.
4: I do have to tell you a funny story. <laughs> we had gotten invited and we had these very special tickets, so we sat right up in front where all the visiting choir sat, and some people couldn't go with us, so we had four tickets. So we went through. The standby line and looked for two people to give the extra tickets to. And we tried to find somebody who looked like they needed to go sit down fairly quickly, and we gave them to these two older adults who acted I mean, I think the woman actually clutched her purse tighter to her chest, and the man put his hand on his wallet. What you selling? <laughs> exactly. She finally said to me, what do you want from us? I said, I don't really want anything. I'm just trying to be nice to you. I'm trying to give you tickets so you don't have to stand in line. That uh, finally she kind of calmed down a little bit, but she was like clutching her person. She now,
1: thought you were going to attack was her. Seeing John yeah. and I,
4: and my knee was bothering me, so I was riding in a scooter,
1: and I oh, thought so. You were like towering over her.
4: No, and I thought, do you do we look do we look threatening? <laughs> Grab her purse and Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> me. Crank this puppy up. <laughs> I can go a whole mile an hour. Um. So yeah, she if finally you're
2: scam somebody in
4: Disney in line yeah. for candlelight. Right, perception. and she says to me. What, are you, what do you want from us? Nothing. And I thought to myself, is that really the way you have to approach things these days? What are you looking yeah. for?
0: Well, because a lot of times people have ulterior motives. I mean, it's Apparently unfortunate. she's never
4: had anybody do something that nice for well, her. Eventually, when we finally sat down, she came along and she said that, they had been having a really rotten time they had a trouble their with car their broke their, down their, on the car way their hotel that they weren't staying at a Disney hotel but their hotel was horrible and their they got locked out of the room so she said she she did apologize she apologized for being so Aww. doubtful Aww. and thanked us and it was great.
0: Nice random act of kindness
4: yeah we just tried to be nice to people but it was funny at first because she actually looked like we were going to mug her
0: <laughs> <laughs> from
4: my scooter and
2: we never had an office either
0: <laughs> all right well thank you john and kevin uh, uh kathy
5: uh the epcot flower and garden festival next year is march 2nd to the fi- may 15th and woody didn't take the right. woody woody, woody. And Buzz Lightyear meet the arch enemy lotso and the front flower bed's going to have a sandcastle they're going to have a strawberry scented field and playground toys and this is the first time that Disney has used the Toy Story characters at the Flower and Garden Festival. I guess that's well, the Well, hopefully place. they
0: do better than the cutouts they put from uh, uh, Princess and the Frog last year. That was just Let's ridiculous so. how they phoned that in.
5: I want to see a big baby topiary. <laughs> and they're supposed to have all new topiary characters for the Toy Story people. So that, that'll be interesting to see. And I'm surprised we didn't see it when we did that backstage tour when we saw the topiaries. Yeah. Because you know they're making them, or have yeah, been. They have to be working on it, and they're going to have a larger butterfly house. It's going to be three times the size. Oh good! Of oh what good! And we're going to be able to get through more than two feet of space. <laughs> and it's going to be along the Imagination Walkway by Interventions West. I'm, I'm glad interested. they're
6: changing that. I, I'm, I'm only
2: interested if the butterflies are bigger. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, like they're going to be right? three times the size. Well, of because last
1: work. year when we had to go and cover it. I was so pregnant, I rode a scooter through there. Mm-hmm. And I feel so sorry for anyone who has to ride a scooter through there. And
2: then you had to scrape the
6: <laughs> <them> <laughs> butterflies
0: <laughs> <out laughs> off the I wasn't going that fast.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Lord. Oh, it Lord. always, it, you, you got to derail everything, don't you?
2: <laughs>
4: we went, Nature, we saw on. Duffy while we were there, the bear. It's not even a cute bear. No, he's sort of weird looking. We saw a character it? dressed up in. Signing autographs and hugging. And it they do. Just, he, uh, you had to wait in line to have your be hugged by Duffy.
1: I'd rather meet the scary baby
4: uh,
5: from Toy Story Three than meet Duffy. Yeah. They did make him a nice little building for Duffy. Yeah, but he's 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 weird. He's
4: ugly. His face is a hidden Mickey, though.
5: Yeah. I have a rapid fire.
4: Thank you,
0: Julie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with Disney. This has to do with Universal City Walk and their Rockin' the New Year party. Obviously it's gonna be December thirty-first from eight to two AM. You will be entertained by the reigning celebrity apprentice, Brett Michaels. No. <laughs> oh. Advanced tickets can be purchased on or before twelve twenty seven. Hundred nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. If you purchase your ticket, owner after twelve twenty eight, it'll be a hundred and thirty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Yes, Jeez. and annual pass holders can get the New Year's Eve tickets for ninety nine ninety nine if you purchase before twelve twenty seven. All seven clubs will have live entertainment and gourmet food will be available in every club. There will also be a champagne toast held at midnight. Is that the same price it was last year? I don't remember there being a huge event like this last year.
0: That sounds like a lot. You now, the prices of everything at Universal have gone through the roof, especially but, for next you know, year.
1: In addition to the, the seven clubs and the restaurants and things that will have food, there's going to be a, a promenade where they have chef carving stations with Mediterranean holiday food, a seafood station, green salad station, international and domestic cheeses and all sorts of stuff going on. You have to be 21 or older to enter the event.
5: Oh, darn. I can't go.
4: <laughs> you don't want to go see Brett Michaels?
5: I'd sort of want to I actually hair. liked
6: him on The Apprentice. He, he was, was great. good on yeah. The Apprentice. He was. Uh, he, I was pulling for him. He that showed himself
0: to people. That like showed it a lot for his, right. his image. I like right. him as
1: a so person good. more than I like him as a musician.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I like his Snapple.
0: <laughs> I do, too. Mm-hmm. I have to try. I haven't tried it
4: yet. Get, the only place you can get it, it was Target.
0: We
5: found it at Walmart. No, you didn't.
0: (laughs) All right. Thank you, everybody. That'll do it for Rapid Fire. We're going to take a break.
3: Max, great, Stella.
0: And be back soon. (laughs) Yep. All right. All right. Everybody all ready? Yep. All right. In three, two, one. We are back from our little mid-show break. And uh, again this is an unedited show We're going easy on Max today Because he's picking up Stella
1: Yeah he has so much to do in preparation for the cruise I'm sure <laughs> He
0: knows he's got to get
3: his room clean before he
2: goes <laughs> He's got to go iron them tight pants <laughs> He's got to get his <laughs> oh,
0: He's got to put the elasticity back in those girl pants yeah.
3: <laughs> Oh it's so funny he'll have, he'll have to listen to this though We won't have to edit it Let's just talk about it Oh he is
0: <laughs> oh, he's not He's a sweet not. kid
3: Please. He just he be- room. You know what, he has beautiful hair. He, he does. really right.
1: does. I like his hair.
0: So, a cut. All right, let's get started with our first segment. I, I, I really want to talk about Epic Mickey, um, mainly because I have literally devoted 22 hours of my life to playing this game so far, and I'm not done yet. Um, now, they, they say that it's a 15-hour game. It's a 15-hour game, I think, if you're a, you know, Regular gamer, and I'm not. I used to be many years ago, but then I got a job. Um, so I grew up. No, I didn't do that. You're not
1: 19. <laughs> I did get a job,
0: um, and uh, it it is. Uh, I'll start out by saying it's a phenomenal game. It really is. I absolutely love it. I am. I really enjoyed playing it, uh, but it definitely has some flaws. And uh, before the show, I showed a couple of these guys uh, the game so they could kind of get an idea. Uh, two really frustrating things with this game, the camera angle and some of the controls, some of the game mechanics, are not what they ought to be. And that was either means that the game was rushed or something. I don't know, but it. I, I'm shocked that a game designer with the experience Warren Spector has um, would have allowed this to go unchecked.
2: You're not the only one to say that. I've been reading reviews, and that's the common thread.
0: It's a real common thread. However, um, especially if you're a Disney fan, uh, it is pretty easy to overlook these issues. It's frustrating. You will say bad words to the television set on a numer- on numerous occasions, uh, so just make sure your kids are out of earshot. But... Uh, <laughs> Outside of that outside of that, if you're a Disney fan, there is so much to love about this game. I, I can't begin to list all the things. Uh, the premise of the game is that uh, a, a world was created by Oswald the Rabbit um, called Wasteland, which is where uh, forgotten Disney characters and retired Disney attractions kind of would go to live.
1: I saw Clarabelle.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yep. You've got a lot of the a, a lot of characters from the very very old original Mickey Mouse cartoons from back in the thirties and the forties, um, and, and and some of the ways that this part of Disney's legacy and history is woven into this game is so brilliant, is so absolutely brilliant, and uh, basically the wasteland is set up kind of like you know a dis- like Disneyland. Um, there's a main street, which is called Mean Street. Uh, and then there are, are lands. You have Venture Land, which is Adventure Land. You've got Tomorrow City, I think it's called, which is Tomorrow Land. Uh, you've got um, uh, Oztown, which is uh, uh, Mickey's Toontown. Uh, so you have things like that. You have, uh, especially for, for fans of the parks. Uh, there's a lot you see and a lot you interact with that you recognize almost instantly. And the quality of the artwork and the animation in this game is superb. I mean, it really is a work of art. This game is a work of art. Visually, one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. Uh, and I've been playing games for a long time. I'm not new to this. I mean, I've been... I'm a uh, I'm, a, I'm a game fan. Um, I don't play a lot, and I'll be very honest with you. I'm not always very good at it, but I love it, and I enjoy it. And when I find a game, it's very rare for me to find a game that I'll put 22 hours into. I tend to play games where I can sit down for 15 or 20 minutes at a clip, play it, <coughs> make a little bit of progress, and then go back to work. Um, I don't really sit behind the game, a game system and play for hours on end. If I do, it's an exceptional game for me, and the last game to do that to me was Kingdom Hearts. Uh, and this is definitely this definitely takes its place alongside Kingdom Hearts as uh, a great video game, uh, really brilliant use of Disney's legacy. Uh, when you go in between levels, uh, it's actually like a side-scrolling video game, like the old side-scrolling video games, except you're in you're Mickey Mouse in one of the old movies. And you're jumping through these scenes that are made to look like the old, old Disney films. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliantly done. Um, Oh, uh, Bog Easy is one of the other uh, 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 lands, and that's where you go to do the Haunted Mansion, um, Ventureland. You uh, well, Ventureland. You go through to uh, you have to go through Ventureland and get to Skull Island, where you have to fight Captain the, the animatronic Captain Hook. Um, so there's lots of stuff like this woven through the game, um, and you're you know Mickey accidentally spilled thinner or something on the the map that Yen Sid, the wizard, had created of <coughs> of uh, 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 of wasteland, and as a result caused all this damage, and now he's going in to fix what he did. And you're armed with a paintbrush, and you use paint and thinner throughout the game to do certain things. And uh, part one of the things about the game that I thought was really impressive was that you make decisions at various points through the game that affect what happens as you, as you proceed. Uh, so, like, when you come across certain enemies, if you use paint to fight those enemies, they become your friends. If you use thinner, you'll eventually destroy them. And these decisions that you make, when to use paint and thinner, especially with bosses and with enemies that you come across, make a big difference in the game. I didn't figure this out until midway through the game. So I have like half a game of you know, destruction behind me. Um, and I'm not sure exactly where it, where it makes, makes the difference. I, I know there are things that should have happened by now that didn't in my game. That have happened to other people.
3: So wait a minute. So those the first little enemies you come upon, which is about where I'm at right now.
0: Paint them. The little the little black them. blots, yeah.
3: Paint them. Okay, so that's what Stella Not, was doing. Stella said, make them happy.
0: Mm-hmm. And then they, they're your friends.
5: And I was killing them off. So was I. And then they help you
0: somewhere? Well, what they'll do is I, I think at some point in the game, later on in the game, it matters... Uh, I know there's one see what's what's different about this game setup is that normally in these platform type games uh, you go through a level uh, and then to beat the level you got to face the boss of that level before you go on to the next one that's not what they do here they have some minor bosses that are fairly easy to beat Captain Hook was ridiculously easy to beat uh, to be honest with you incredibly easy but um, and I'm like, wow, you know, they really did make this game easy. But I didn't realize that what happens is, is once you've cleared all the levels, you have to go back to each one and then face the boss.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm at the first boss now, and I'm stuck. Even with the game guide, I'm stuck because he's really hard to beat. And part of the reason he's hard to beat is comes down to the game mechanics. Uh, where you're aiming on the screen isn't always where things happen. And so it's a little frustrating that, you know, between the camera angle and some of the game mechanics, when you jump, it looks like you can jump to something because of the way the camera angle is. Um, And then you find out after you've jumped that you can't and you die. Uh, Now, you get unlimited lives, so it's not like you can't come back and, you know, do it again. But it becomes frustrating. Also, these cool cutscenes in between uh, levels where you go and you you run through the little old Disney animations – are really cute the first time you do them but a lot of times you got to go back and forth between these lands and you're going back and forth through the same movie and these cutscenes and it's like oh my god please let it stop there's no there's no way no mm-hmm. nope you've got to cuz you actually have to navigate it cuz you can die there you can die in these little cutscenes so it's like a little mini game uh, inside the game that you have to play to get back and forth to these levels um, there's an enormous amount of things to collect there's an enormous amount of things to discover there's lots of hidden things i'm telling you now if you're going to get this game do yourself a favor especially if you're getting it for christmas get the game guide get the game guide get the game guide i know there's a walkthrough on the web that walkthrough is not complete i'm telling you now i went through it it's not complete how much is the game guide 30 Uh, bucks no no 20 bucks it's a 20 um but uh i think if you're a reward zone member with Best Buy, you get twenty percent off or something oh, like that. Didn't, didn't get it at Best Buy. It's a big um, guide.
1: I can see it behind you.
0: It's uh, it's like a little.
4: It's nineteen ninety six in Walmart.
0: It's uh, a very large guide, uh, almost three hundred pages. Covers every aspect of the game. Uh, this guide, and this happens a lot with these guides. These are created before the game is released. Uh, And sometimes what happens is between the time the guide is created and the time the game gets released, some things change. So there are some things in here that are not accurate, but very few, very few. It does give you really good guidance um, on getting through the game. I have chosen what I do when I have these guides. I only use them. When I'm stuck, stuck, and I keep trying. I try not to use the guide. Oh,
5: that's a good way to do
0: um, it. But if I'm stuck and I'm like, okay, what am I missing here? What am I doing wrong? Then I go and just look for that. Um, replay value. This game has enormous replay value because if you, especially if you don't have the guide, there's a lot I missed. There's a real, an awful lot that I missed that I would really like to go back and do again. One of the problems with this game is it doesn't give you the option to do that while you're playing. It doesn't give you the option to go back uh, all the time and and find the things you missed and that's kind of disappointing
3: now aren't there certain, you can only save at certain <laughs> spots right because I tried to save the other night where I was and then when I went back it took me back to the beginning
0: well it depends it depends on how far into a level you get uh, when you get to certain uh, when, you, when you complete certain, like uh, you, you're given every, in every level you're given a, qu- a series of quests some of them are required that you have to complete them before you can move on Others are optional. Now, the optional quests are actually quite important because it does help you as the game moves on. Um, And one of the things the game guide shows is what it calls junction points. Um, And these junction points are important because decisions you make there will affect the game. So it's kind of important to know that going in, uh, especially if you don't want to sit down and replay it. I am going to have to replay this game. Now, I'm almost at the end. I'm at the first of the, I think it's five or six, uh, first of the five or six boss levels. Are you sick bringing illness into my house?
5: No, I got a tickle in my throat. Well, here's some cough drops. Thank you.
0: You no, get us sick before the cruise. No, I will I bludgeon no. you with this book.
5: No, I'm, not, I'm not sick.
0: Um, but uh, just started. the game guide, honestly, really do yourself a favor and get the game guide. It's it's, it's worth it. Um, Overall, overall, I can tell you this is a magnificent game. If you are a Disney fan, if you enjoy the parks, you will love this game. I don't care whether you're an experienced gamer or not. Uh, There are frustrations, so be prepared for it. And as I wrote in my review on the site, uh, make sure you have a seven-year-old with you to take over, to beat the things you can't beat, and to take over the game when you have to walk away and self-medicate because it really... That's the the, the the worst part of this is that I'm playing it when I'm not drinking. Um, if this game had come out a few years ago, it would have been so much better because um, I could have soothed my frustrations in a bottle of something. Uh.
3: <laughs> I like the fact that, now Kelvin's not played it because he doesn't play games, but Max, Grace, Stella, myself, we've all played it, and we're all getting something different it's out of
0: It's got a lot of cross-generational appeal. Very, very, very tough to do with any video game. Let alone a game based on Disney characters. I mean, it just lends itself to being a kiddie game, and this isn't. Kids will love it, adults will love it, and they they really did. And they brought together a lot of different styles of gaming. It's, you know, you've got platform, adventure, RPG, puzzle, and again, really difficult to do, really difficult to bring all those different genres of gaming together without it coming across as a mess. And they and it doesn't. It really it works so well together. Um, if this if this if it wasn't for the camera angle issue, this would have been the perfect game for me personally. This would have been the perfect game. Um, what's right with the game is so overwhelming that I real I, the camera angle would have destroyed a lesser game. Um, it's annoying. It's frustrating. It has to be mentioned. It has to be pointed out. Does it really detract overall from the game? No, it doesn't. It's a frustration if you go in knowing you're going to have it. Probably would if I had known going in this was going to be a problem, it might not have bothered me so much. But uh, it it is something you should be aware of. You're going to die a few more times than you would have otherwise, Um, and you you know, just you you learn to work around it. You learn to work around it, but it's worth working around because there's so much to discover in the game. There's so much cool stuff. I don't want to give away too much. Because a big part of this game is discovering stuff. But absolutely spend the money, get the game. Absolutely spend the money, get the guide. If you
4: buy the collector's edition, be careful unpacking it. I opened it up and ripped Mickey's ear off, and you're laughing. I told Pete, and you know what Pete told me? I did did the the exact same thing.
0: I had a a crazy glue of mine back on him.
4: Maybe it's supposed to be off.
0: No, I don't think so. (laughs) It looked broken. It actually looked broken.
4: If Mickey sneezes, his ears fall off at our house.
0: So, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely uh, definitely a tremendous game. I know a lot of people are are getting it for Christmas. Do yourself a favor if you're giving it to your kids for Christmas, or you're you know buying it for yourself for Christmas, and you're waiting till Christmas Day to play it. Buy the guide now. Buy the guide before Christmas because you're not going to be able to get it Christmas Day, and you will will start like oh my god, I should have gotten the guide. So do yourself that favor. But absolutely buy this game. Absolutely. I can recommend it 100%. Phenomenal game. Uh, well executed. I hope this sells a bazillion copies for Disney and that they keep putting out games like this on this level. Um, I realize they take a long time to do, but not since Kingdom Hearts has there been a, a, a game for me like this that I have invested this much time in and enjoyed so much. So, Absolutely. Big, 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 great game. Great game.
4: We have it. We just haven't played it yet. Are we broke.
0: You have a broken Wii.
4: We do. We have a broken Wii. We need
0: Viagra. <laughs> All right. So let's see. What do we move on to next? Why don't we, uh, Kevin, why don't we talk about uh, Pollo Camparo?
4: Awesome. We went to the new Pollo Camparo in downtown Disney. It's where the old McDonald's used to be. Across from T-Rex, right near the Lego store. Uh Pollo Camparo is a Latin-style chicken. And Did you do the samba? <laughs> there wasn't room to do the samba we were, the night we were there. Really? Um, it was very, very crowded. The price point on this is pretty reasonable for a Disney place. and now, is it
0: sit-down or fast food?
4: It's fast food, but there's a a sit-down place inside.
5: Okay.
4: Uh, They could do with some rug or some drapes or some fabric. It's almost deafening inside. It is.
5: It's really loud.
4: And I don't know who was in charge of picking the music. It wasn't Disney music. It wasn't Latin music. It was Top 40 1993. Oh. Which... (laughs) It was, it. The, the they could have done with, um, the
1: end of the road. It was like boys to men.
4: <laughs> was it not worth that? Wow. <laughs> um, I don't remember what was exactly the thing was. If I pick another year, will you sing another song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the price points on this are not expensive, uh, for a create your own meal, it's six ninety nine, and that includes two pieces of their signature fried chicken, a quarter of a citrus grilled chicken, or three chicken strips. Now, John had the signature fried chicken, and I'm sure you're all familiar with Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's kind of got that thick, bumpy, like it's rolled. The in original batter. recipe, yeah,
0: rolled in concrete,
2: rolled in broken glass, right? Much.
4: <laughs> this is more of um, a flour based breading. It was not as thick or Crispy. Yeah. Yeah. Homemade. It was very homemade.
1: Very oh, homemade. So, the original recipe Kentucky Fried Chicken is like that.
4: Yes, I, the, the extra crispy is what I'm talking yeah. about. Okay. Um, it was quite good. It was very good. I really?
0: Thought
5: it was very good.
4: Moist, flavorful. Mm-hmm. Um, two nice big pieces of chicken. I Comparable had- to Publix? I actually thought it was better. Oh, really? Mm, this had a nice
2: flavor he to it. Like the
4: coating on the Publix chicken. Really? I do. No. I
2: do. I, do. Ah, I love it.
5: Yeah. Mm. I still think Publix has the edge, but this was really good it's chicken. Very good chicken. Uh, I had the
4: chicken strips, which were excellent for chicken strips. I don't mean to get excited about a chicken strip, but it had a little bit of a different flavor than a regular chicken. The coating was. I thought again, the coating was quite good. Uh, you get to add sides to your meal. You have a choice of black beans and white rice, Campero rice, sweet plantains, yucca fries, French fries, Campero beans, coleslaw, and chips and fresh salsa. Now, the black beans and white rice are not pre mixed, so I asked if I could have the black beans over the Campero rice. The Campero rice is a, a yellow rice mm. with some spices in it. It just had, it looked to me like it had a little more flavor than the white rice. Like
6: pollo tropical.
4: Yeah, kind. That's very much what this is like.
0: Uh, oh, hopefully, but better. Much, oh, much better, better. much better? Much better. Play tropical is horrible. And- uh,
4: there are also family dinners. Uh, you can build your own feast, which includes it's a, a choice of family entree, family sides, warm corn tortilla, and that th- feeds three to four people for sixteen ninety nine, and you get eight pieces of signature fried, twelve chicken strips, or a whole citrus grilled chicken. An additional family sides are four ninety nine, and an additional family entree is twelve forty nine. Sides are two forty nine a la carte or four forty nine for family style. They also have burgers and hot dogs. They have made to order salads and it's wraps. Like two
2: separate sides. One side right. the chicken stuff. The other side this kind of rappy salad.
4: Now we did not try the salads and wraps. Next time. But we did try the fried chicken, and we did try the burgers. Now, you have a choice of burgers. You can have beef or turkey burgers because you get two little burgers in an order, and thats six ninety nine. is $6.99. These I are said, really
0: good prices. I,
4: I agree.
3: The I salads s- look really good,
4: too, mm. in
5: the
3: pictures. Katie had one
5: that she really enjoyed. Right yeah, it,
3: yeah.
4: I suggest you really run. Don't walk mm. away from the burgers. Oh,
0: horrible. Really? Oh, Oh, <laughs> you, know,
4: you know the frozen Boca Burger.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. oh. Kind of that. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad I I I mean,
1: their name has I chicken to, in it. I would imagine the I chicken is that, their specialty. I got to pull that. I
0: got to pull that sound out as a as a drop in.
4: <laughs> the burger was B A D bad B A double D. It was bad. It didn't. First of all, the turkey and the brief were. Um, indistinguishable from each other. That's the word I was looking for, indistinguishable. It was like, what do you have? I have the turkey. No, I think I have the turkey. And on top Mm -hmm. of that, it it didn't have any consistency. It had a consistency of beef paste. If you want a burger, go to House of Blues or something. It was awful. The burgers were awful. The chicken and the sides were great. I'm a black bean and rice fan. I love black beans Mm. and rice. If I went back... That's exactly what I would get. I would get a couple of chicken strips and the family size black beans and rice. That's enough for me. They also have a salsa bar in the middle of the restaurant, and the salsa bar is... um,
0: Is that where you do the samba? Yeah. (laughs) That's where the
4: lessons are. Uh, There's a pico de gallo. That's where the chicken strip. You're holding on to that one. Huh? <laughs> you can see him working on you. Uh-huh. He's got a little joke. It's like tools he has out. a little
1: window. There's you can see the wheels eyes. spinning.
4: There's a pico de gallo, there is a green tomatilla salsa, and then there is a fire roasted salsa. The fire roasted salsa is a little spicy. They also have jalapeno peppers if you'd like to dress them up. When you get your chips and salsa, You just get chips. The salsa is off the salad bar, or the salsa bar, and that's available to everybody. Uh, Again, we had the black beans and rice, but again, I used the Camparo rice. We had the yucca fries, which John just didn't care for. They were yuck. Yucky. Yucky. I thought they were terrific. I thought they were better than the French fries. He liked the French fries. French fries are fast food French fries. So if your kids are McDonald's, Burger King. But good. You know, crispy outside, hot inside. There's nothing wrong right. with a fast food rest- fast right. food french fry. Right. There's a staple in almost everyone's diet, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we also had the um, the plantains. If you've had plantains, these are yeah. plantains. Yeah.
5: I'd never had them before.
4: I could say I had them. They were weird, I, yeah, weren't they? just... It's one of those things, if you like them, they're okay. They're yeah. good. If you don't like them, they're, or if you're not familiar with them. Uh, plantains, for those who aren't aware, if you're not aware, they're a f- member of the banana family, and they're usually um sort of sauteed. I think they're delicious, but that's just me. Uh, and again, if you buy a soda, there is an open soda station, so there are free refills on your soda, things like that, which is kind of a deal at downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in. Uh, Earl of Sandwich, I think, are the only places that just have Just hold on
1: to your cup. You can just pop back in there. Well, mm-hmm.
4: I wouldn't tell people that, but yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> um, the nice thing about that is, I mean, we'll take one for the room. Right. You fill right. up before you go. Right. I, I think this is a nice addition. I think it's going to be a little different for a lot of people. It's different than McDonald's. I always thought McDonald's was a poor fit for that area. This is... I think a nice addition. If you're not interested in a sandwich from Earl of Sandwich,
5: every time we've been in there, it's been crowded, much more crowded than the McDonald's ever was.
0: Well, you know, I, I, the, my my big problem with McDonald's on property was that you know what? You can get it anywhere there, on the street. Okay. There's put one right something there. different in right. put Making something an in, exactly, and it seems like they're moving more in those in that direction. And the only reason being is that McDonald's didn't, McDonald's didn't renew the contract.
4: I also think this has. Disney's moving towards some healthier options, and this has some healthier options. Oh, there are little uh, kiosks in the middle of the waiting area with grab-and-go stuff, and they had fresh fruit. Mm-hmm. Um,
5: Their coleslaw was good. That I was did, in the
4: grab-and-go. I didn't have that, but there are some other options. There were some dried fruit options, things like that. So it was a. It, there's some nice options. Now, in the corner... Well, let me go just a
2: couple things. First of all, they don't participate in the dining plan currently. But I understand that they are going to in the future. That's good. So That'll be good. And they did not accept tables in Wonderland.
4: But they also said that was a possibility. Right. These are things that I think are just, those deals had not been worked out And this out is yet. a
0: very new restaurant. How, mm-hmm. how long has it been open?
4: A month.
5: Yeah.
0: And for it to be serving food that good out of the gate. You know, a lot of times, you know, they've got a few months, they've got to get their sea legs, they've got to work out some issues, but... It sounds like they came out of the gate swinging. Well, this is
4: not a single-site restaurant. This is also a chain, so and a franchise chain. So this is something that you know you might have it where you live, so it might be the same thing as McDonald's. But to me, it was new. Right. And mm-hmm. as far as Pollo Tropical, this is much better. That's what I thought. I, about. Mm-hmm. I thought the staff was very good, mm-hmm. um, very helpful,
2: very willing to come and clean stuff off the tables. and
4: They had a lot of staff kind of milling around trying to be helpful. Because at first when you walk in, you know those um temporary cues they have where the little seatbelt pulls out of the mm. stanchion? Mm-hmm. We walked is that a in a word. Stanchion. <laughs> is yeah. a word. Okay. Uh <laughs> seat belt pull is not the proper term. <laughs> <laughs> they look like little pulley seat belts. Um, they were a little confusing when you first walked in. It's set up
2: like a it's set up like um a food court in a resort, and that you well, you stand in line, you get your food, and then you go to a separate area to pay, as opposed to like the McDonald's. Now the night we, the, we were
4: there, it was rainy and cool, but they have an outside bar area, mm-hmm. which it, really inviting, Do right? You know? and, uh, like a nice stone bar outside, and a lot of outdoor seating. I have a feeling, and again, the night we were there, and the weather right now, I don't imagine there's a lot of people eating outside, but it's uh, it looks like an inviting place to go and sit. Which is nice at Downtown mm-hmm. Disney. Now, over in the corner, there is uh, an outlet of the New York City bakery Baby Cakes. It takes up one little corner of uh, Pollo Camparo. Baby Cakes is a bakery that specializes in stuff that is non-allergenic. They don't. They're gluten free. They are dairy free. They try and do away with all of the allergens. John is convinced that all of the flavor is in the gluten.
2: We've done away with all of the allergens and all of the flavor.
6: They don't like printed signs either. They like to write on the glass.
5: I thought the chocolate cupcake wasn't, but the carrot cake cupcake with the icing I thought was really good.
2: I think for someone who has these dietary restrictions and is looking for this option, this is fantastic.
4: Mm-hmm, right. mm-hmm. It's God. a nice it's I'm ugly. so happy
2: I don't have those restrictions because
4: I don't know if I could do it. I personally thought the stuff was okay. Everything um, they still use sugar. This is not sugar free stuff, but instead of regular flour they use rice flour which doesn't have gluten in it. And they take out a lot of the sugar and replace it with agave nectar. Mm-hmm. Now If you're diabetic, this is not a sugar-free dessert. It is not a carefree kind of thing. We tried a couple of different things. I tried a pumpkin, date nut, walnut, apple nut, cranberry nut bread or something. I don't remember exactly. That's an awful
0: lot of stuff in the bread.
4: Well, they had samples out. Put it in because there's no gluten. (laughs) (laughs) it 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 was a spiced bread. I don't remember what the main ingredient was. I thought it was really good. The cupcakes... I thought they were okay. I didn't think they were great, but they had some little brownie
5: bites that I thought were quite good. The cookies were good too. We had a chocolate chip cookie that was pretty good. But I like it because there's really no other place in downtown Disney that that has. And even if they're not up to, you know, like Publix cupcakes, it's a cupcake or it's a you know a snack out of dessert
1: like house. Right
4: now, these are not inexpensive. No, we bought. A couple of things. We t- had two cupcakes. We had a piece of that bread. We Big had four, four brownies. brownies. What else did we try? There what was, I And I think it was $16. Yeah, like
5: so a this cupcake is, was three-something. Right.
4: And Corey was talking about the fact that they don't like pre-printed signs they write on the outside of the glass. Just a word of warning, don't lean against the glass. <laughs> you wipe out their entire menu and they're kind of not happy about it. I stood there leaning against the glass, talking to the guy and asking him questions so I could tell you all about it and wiped out their entire one side of the menu.
1: (laughs) Well, that's not very smart on their part. Yeah, Yeah, really.
4: So I'm just, well, it also, I went home with stuff all over my clothes, so. I hope it comes out. It did. But just be careful. It's, I I have no complaints about it. As I said, John didn't like it, but there's, you know, it's a personal taste thing. And I remember Leah Zanola did a thing about gluten-free and we talked about the brownies, how the brownies tasted. This is, in my opinion, a step above the mm. gluten free that's available in the parks. It's also not shrink wrapped and processed. This was, this seemed fresh. Mm. It seemed like you were going into a bakery. And I think there's a, a sensory thing that is appealing about this. It's like you're buying baked goods as opposed to a little shrink wrapped brownie that right. you know came right. out of a plant kind right. of thing. So I think it's a nice addition.
0: Cool. Great. I'm excited to go check it out. Sounds like there's a lot of options there. Yeah. Mm
4: -hmm. There is. Uh, Again, one of them should not be a burger. (laughs) All
0: right. Thank you very much for that, Kevin. We're going to move on to our last segment for today, our discussion of what there is to do around Orlando for the holidays. And uh, one of my favorite things, one of the things I've got to get over and do, uh, probably after the cruise. Is uh, go see ice over at the Gaylord Palms. Do we have any idea what it's costing this year?
2: I don't think that does a no. <laughs> Do you have the crickets Corey's on?
3: got it? He's just
6: he's he's pulling I don't think it it's up.
3: That much different than last year.
4: He's typing as fast as his fingers can go.
0: Let's see. There's always a variety of packages. Um. Now, for people who aren't familiar with what this is, uh, all the Gaylords, uh, Gaylord hotels throughout the U.S., do this. Uh, They set up uh, sections of their ballrooms, they convert them into ice sculptures. I mean, it literally is a walk through ice wonderland, and it's done brilliantly with colors and lights, and I mean, it's huge. It's massive, and it's kept at like 20 degrees, and. It's it's really popular. It's a great it's a great way, especially if you live in warmer climates, which is where the most of the gaylords are, with the exception, I think, of DC. Um, especially in warmer climates, it's probably the only opportunity we get to go walking through ice, and I'm I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Go where I walk through it, it, enjoy how I'll- pretty it is, and then I get into my car and I don't have to scrape mm-hmm. anything off I was of just
3: it.
4: Say, I'll pay to go see it as long as I don't have to mm-hmm. deal
0: with it. Right,
3: and they have snow this year too. Mm-hmm. ice and snow. Yeah, right.
4: So- and next year is going to be sleep.
3: Yep.
6: I have the prices. I don't are. think it's too expensive. Um, advanced purchase for an adult Monday through Thursday, eighteen ninety nine. Um Friday and Saturday, twenty three ninety nine. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Um for a child uh, <laughs> uh for a child Monday through Thursday is nine ninety nine. And that's also for the weekend. Now this is advanced purchase, twenty four hours before you show up. Now the day of the event. The Monday through Thursday for a dollar is twenty one ninety nine, and Friday through Sunday is twenty five ninety nine.
1: If you're fifty five or over, they
3: also give you a discount. Ooh, all right. And some day when you order online, you <laughs> is that that really <laughs>
5: enough? <laughs>
3: <laughs> when you order online on some days, on the busier days, you have to pick the time of day you want to go. And some days your ticket is good all day.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: So. you can order these tickets online. We'll have a link to it on the show notes page. But, yeah, it's one of my favorite things uh, to go do ice and then um, have uh, lunch or dinner over at uh, Villa Flora. Um, They're a great buffet restaurant. I I call it a buffet restaurant, but it really is so much better than a buffet restaurant.
4: We recently – we never actually spoke of it, but we recently had dinner with um, some friends at the old Homestead restaurant in – Gaylord Palms also The the steakhouse
0: is fantastic
4: It is It's a very unique restaurant It is It's a series of um, Like little pavilions That are raised up Off the ground I feel like it's in the bayou so it's it, supposed it, to be i think it, yeah. yeah and w- i was very well, I think it's worried. supposed
0: to be like the Everglades mm-hmm.
4: I was very impressed with it one of the things that i was extremely impressed impressed with was as an appetizer they have a cheese selection that they bring to your table and you can buy three cheeses or six cheeses depending on the table but you can set up your own appetizer and oh, I they were that. there was a cheese Trolly expert for- <laughs> not John there was another cheese expert there who went over what this is mild, this is going to be tangy, this is right. smoky. Yep. And I thought That's awesome. I think exactly. If even if you were just going to go in and have drinks at the bar, I It's think a great that's,
0: restaurant. It really is. Um
4: It's pricey. It's up there. So it's, it's one of the high-end restaurants, but the it's, only
0: place I've had a meal at Gaylord that I didn't care for was over in the Key West section. That restaurant over the there boat. was it was awful.
4: I haven't been there. Was awful.
0: Absolutely awful. Um the food was terrible there, but uh, Villa Flora, Villa Flora, and the Homestead, uh,
4: and there's a, the restaurant that we went to the opening, the, uh, sushi, the place. sushi place right in the main lobby, was enjoyable
2: also. Also uh, in the rotunda of the hotel, they do uh, play music and have a light show and big Christmas.
0: You got to understand this is a, a oh. two or three acre lobby uh, at the under glass at the Gaylord, so. Uh, they do a lot of stuff in that lobby area, in that uh, atrium area hours. that yeah. you can really enjoy yourself.
2: Right. I think that was my point. If you went over to do ice and, you know, you could stay the day. Oh, do yeah. A it's a, it's a a, like, ha-
0: at least a half day thing, right. if not a full day thing. So um, it is definitely one of my it's become a tradition now for me to make sure I get over there every year. Uh, What else? What else do we have that we enjoy doing in the area that does not have to do?
4: Before you go on, I think we should tell people that even though they do keep it at 20 degrees, you're provided with a parka. Yes. And the range of sizes is from the very, very small to the very, very tall.
5: So.
0: What else do we like? SeaWorld. SeaWorld. SeaWorld.
5: My bitter heart melted the other night oh, when I went to SeaWorld.
0: I didn't realize your heart was bitter.
5: Yes. You know, over the lights of winter and how they couldn't get Oh, out. yes. You know how they can't get those lights to be synchronized? Well, SeaWorld's figured it out. And <laughs> we went over there and they have... S-
4: and sarcastic. Yes.
5: They have 75 trees that are synchronized to music. Nice. And it is just...
0: Now, does it does it come across as something nice, or does it come across as, like, you know, ghetto Osborne lights?
5: No, it came across <laughs> as somebody had been spending a lot of time over at Disney and took some of the best okay. things, and it was just, I would tell people, honestly, to run to go see this. If you were comparing this, because Katie and I did this all through the park, if you were comparing this to the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party, if you're going for the party aspect of it SeaWorld beats it hands down really they it, um, that's good to hear they have the Sea of Trees it performs at 845 and 10 o'clock and they've got the trees they're all in the lake you know when and there's like the little boardwalk area that you can walk through but they perform they do three songs at 845 and 10 that you just stand there and like everybody just stops to watch the trees
4: is any of the three Christmas in Sarajevo? No.
5: Okay, good.
4: <laughs> but that's,
5: act- getting, that's a little
4: overused lately. Oh, yeah, I know.
5: But we actually ran out of time to see all the attractions. But they have, like, a Christmas market, you know, that goes along Bayside Stadium, where, like, when is going on, they have a little booth set up that you can buy different merchandise and stuff. Uh, the Shamu Christmas show is Miracles, and brought a tear to my eye, but then I'm easy for that kind of stuff. But what was nice? It Wait be- a minute. Do
2: they like staple a Santa hat to Shamu? What made it Christmas?
5: <laughs> <laughs> what made it Christmas was as you came in. I don't know. The
0: Japanese whaling trawler tra- 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 that comes in <laughs> shoot the harpoon <laughs> at him just had Christmas, Christmas lights on it. <laughs> it
2: giant as balls as a blowhole and make them spit them out. <laughs>
0: Okay, now to I'm thinking bad. of Priscilla Queen of the Desert.
4: <laughs> Who couldn't go
5: there, right? <laughs> but anyway, I had when to you blow hole, <laughs> <laughs> when you make wa- that mouth noise, <laughs> when you walk in, they always had the screens. Where she they, really they, has
4: they, become Bob. Have you
5: realized? <laughs> she just keeps I'm going. just gonna keep right. I'm used. To, I have three kids. I can talk through anybody. Anyway, they have the big screens where they would project the images of Shamu as the show was going on, but they had the big screens and they had, it was like a sing-along when you got in there and they played the different music and they, you know, like follow the bouncing ball kind of a thing. And then they had a performer playing a saxophone to the Christmas music and he was going up like the aisle and they had like the spotlight on him. And then the show started, and you know, it was about miracles. And then the thing opened, and they had a gospel singer up there. So for entertainment purposes, it sounds like they pulled out all the stops. They, they, they you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean I, it sounds facetious, but it really was. But it was like somebody took a page out of Disney's book. And
0: this is not a, a, a separate ticketed mm-hmm. event. Right. This is all. This just comes with your party. Your part ticket.
5: And then they have um, a Winter Wonderland on ice. They have a ice skating. Rink set up by Bayside Stadium and they do a whole ice show.
2: They freeze the shamu tank.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> there is a dorsal fence. A sushi show.
5: And we did, the, you know, the Polar Express. That was fun. And and then Creepiest when-
4: movie ever made?
5: Yeah, I've never seen the Polar Express. But whole they, have movie. It, they have it in 3D for like, oh, really? Blu-ray.
4: I mean, that'd be something. Yeah, because it wasn't creepy enough in 2D. It wasn't-
5: but they had you know they they did a better job, even like with the animals in you know where you go through wild Arctic or whatever it was, they had the big polar bear, but they had put sardines up against the glass, so you rather than seeing the polar bear like back, they brought the animal like forward, so everybody had you know like a polar bear, experience. it was gigantic, wasn't he, yeah. And just to see it up close, and then he stood up; he was up like taller than the glass.
4: Isn't he like? Isn't he like Snowball or Snowflake or something like that? I don't know. But I remember when he got here.
5: It should be he will maul you. (laughs) I didn't want to go. (laughs) Got to meet Santa Claus. Santa Claus was there, and then they finished the evening with fireworks.
0: I see what you're saying. Where I got to watch myself. (laughs) <laughs>
6: Which I know, I don't don't know, think we're not this show about okay. to
0: explode. He's, yeah.
6: Then he's thinking unedited show, unedited show.
5: <laughs> but it was really because when they did the synchronized lights at the end of the evening on the trees, um, they had the water like fountains come up like they do at illuminations. So there was just little bits and pieces, and they have like little stand. Oh, oh, and the Clyde and Seymour show, that was just awesome. It was. The funniest Christmas show. Isn't that now, nice? is
0: this stuff that's going on throughout the day, or is it just happening at in, night?
5: In the evenings. It's all like from six-something six, six something on. But the
0: Clyde and
2: Seymour shows a show that goes all
0: day.
5: Right, but this is a special, special Christmas line. one. And there's like an elf, and he plays like a clerk in a cell phone store. But, you know, it sounds corny, but it, it was just hilarious. And they have the mime come through with like Santa's sleigh with toys it was just, you know, like I said, we ran out of time trying to do all the things that they had to do. And I said they have special areas with, like, hot chocolate. It's not free, like it is at Magic Kingdom. But, but you didn't, you didn't have to pay to to for everything in. else. Yeah. You didn't pay extra to get in. It's cheaper to pay for hot chocolate. Six bucks yeah. for a hot chocolate, 60 bucks for a ticket. Yeah. So if you're looking for a good Christmas experience, this is the place. And the park was just decorated you know, to the max. So,
0: so this has been going on Fridays, Fridays through Sundays uh, through December 17th. And then from December December 17th through January 2nd, it's every day. Right. It's every night.
4: Are they still having the deal where if you buy a ticket, you get a free year?
0: No. no it was get the time. rest of it the year. It was the rest of the year free. Is but what they, they are having
5: with. a deal that if you buy an annual pass, you get three extra months free. So run... Don't go to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Go to this one.
0: Wow. We're trying to do both. Okay, so I enjoyed yeah. Mickey's. I enjoyed Mickey's Very well, Merry like Christmas I Party. Like I said,
5: if you were going for the entertainment value, I think SeaWorld had it beat. If you're going to ride the rides because there's less people, then go to Magic Kingdom. And go check out those synchronized lights.
0: Cool. What else do we like?
1: You know, I have to say, as far as malls are concerned, my favorite mall to walk through at Christmas is Millennia. Millennia, yeah. Well, their Christmas decorations that. are
2: gorgeous. Yeah, but sometimes they do the weird thing where they've got the half a mannequin hanging up with the what? sand with a scarf around his neck. Have you ever seen those displays? No. Mm. You know what I'm talking I'm about. not
1: talking about the stores. I'm talking about the in, in the general area. Yeah. I've never seen a half mannequin with a scarf.
2: They did it one year. It was like in that middle part where the uh, their their
5: their decorations are. are unique. They're beautiful. Mm. Naked Santa with a scarf. No.
1: Nah. <laughs>
0: I didn't see that either. We didn't go to the show. Yeah. The Millennium Mall. Well, I haven't been over to Millennium Mall in a while, but I, I remember being I over the there for the holidays. Weeks, yeah. yeah, it's they really do a beautiful job. What else? What else do we like? Celebr- and celebration celebration. Was, yeah.
2: our favorite is celebration as always. Um, they do a lot without, without the murders. <laughs> Stop or celebration uh, from November 27th to December 31st. They do this the uh, nightly snowfall on their main street. Uh, it snows at six, seven, eight, and nine p.m. They also have. Well, they did something really nice this year. They have the ice <laughs> skating rink like they always have every year, but they've moved it to Main Street, and that's where the snow is. And the street is always blocked off now, so now it actually snows onto the people oh, skating. Cool. So they did a really nice
4: job, and it's really cool because the ice skating rink is not ice; it's an acrylic surface. It's really kind of cool, huh? That there's no water involved.
0: So. And they skate on it. Yeah, absolutely. You would skate on acrylic.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm so it's not winter made. friendly. I don't want to be in the snow, and I'm definitely well, not it's ice skating. Fake snow well, and it's
2: this fake
4: is ice. this is actually it's more <laughs> like <laughs> white plywood. So. I'm
1: still not getting on
2: skates. <laughs> um, in addition, there's photos with Santa, uh, horse-drawn carriage rides, strolling carolers. Uh, they have a um, train, quote unquote, that they've. Uh, fashion that kids can ride on. So they do a
4: lot in Celebration, for sure. Something that's different in Celebration is it at the Magic Kingdom when they make it snow, it just snows from the top of the building. This, they actually cover Main Street. So there's probably about an inch and a half, two inches of snow on Main Street. So the kids really enjoy playing with it. And for, they get clean when they're done. Really? For the
2: uh, ice skating, it's 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. nightly. And it's $10 per half hour, but that includes your skate rentals.
4: Also, the ice skating is uh, sponsored by Celebration Town Tavern. And that's one of the pluses. When you're done skating, you get to go to Celebration Town Tavern.
1: And do what? Eat, eat. For free?
4: No. no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, but they, so why do they sponsor it then? Do you get a discount for no, skating? It's just, no, it's, it's, it's just sponsored the,
4: by them. Right. Although the, the, the merchants in Celebration celebrate the activities. They sponsor the activities that bring people into town. The carriage rides are
2: $25 for two adults. Each additional person is $10. Children under three are free. Um,
4: However, you cannot send your children under three on a carriage ride by themselves. (laughs) (laughs) They have a little
2: house set up where you can have pictures taken with Santa. They convert one of their outer buildings into Santa's workshop. Uh, What's really nice about that is there are certain days where you can bring your pets and have your pet's picture taken. With oh, Santa. wow. So that's really cute. They do a lot of stuff in Celebration. They really try to, um,
4: you know, make it a full...
1: I bet your sister brought Elle over there.
4: There's a great store on the Main Street, um, Market Street in Celebration, called the Main Street Gallery. And if you're looking for a unique Christmas ornament, this is the place to go. As a matter of fact, we bought one this year. Uh this year's That's Christmas ornament else. and just at the reasonably price we paid 10 bucks for ours oh. we took some pictures and I was just showing Pete the skating on the acrylic surface it's cool
2: it's a lot of fun I think do you ice skate I have ice skated I don't know if I would ice skate now I think my center of gravity is a little bit <laughs> I'm
1: <apart>. just
6: curious <laughs> be
0: sponsored by band tried tried to learn when I was a kid because you know the lakes would always freeze by my house and I couldn't do it
1: I used to go know, like every weekend and Bob skate. made me get on ice skates. It was
6: horrible. Julie can pull us off along the wall.
1: Bob made Barely.
4: Me the last time I went ice skating, I broke my leg in seven places. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, there's only like three bones. <laughs> they broke in a couple of places. <laughs> oh,
0: Lord. What the hell did you do? <laughs> None of us are very
4: athletic people. I, I, there, there was a crack in the ice, and my the blade of my skate went into the crack, and Ooh. I turned. oh. oh, oh. And it, I had
0: a spiral <laughs> break. Okay, 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 okay. I
4: Thank was you. in sixth or seventh grade, so, I mean, it was in the 1880s.
0: <laughs> no. What about you, Teresa? Do you have any, anything favorite I that you like to do? I do,
3: I do now, and it's already coming past, but if you're coming next year, um, the first weekend in December, a Cracker Christmas, we went to it. This Up in Christmas, oh, in Christmas
0: Florida. Christmas,
3: Florida. It, was it was fun. It was fun. It's free to get in, and you just walk around. Oh, no kidding
0: it's free it's free (laughs) surprise
3: and um, why do they call it cracker Christmas
0: well cracker uh, people (laughs) Um, stop (laughs) no I mean crackers are referred to as the you know I, I guess the guys with the whips like on the, yeah. on, the, oh, okay. on, the gotcha. on the farms or whatever, there's
2: Florida cracker, as a
0: Florida cracker is a term. Florida cracker is a term that like bread here. Of a, of it, but yeah, it has something to do with the whip and okay. you know being on the farm and rustling up the horses mm-hmm. or whatever. these but he, people But
3: <laughs> Fort Christmas is there, and it's a little <laughs> cute. Little only fort. for white
0: people. You're yeah. a terrible <laughs> human being.
3: You,
6: you can't can say story. cracker.
0: You can only say cracker. Um, but <laughs> this is up in this is up in Christmas, Florida. Um, Corey,
3: look at me. That's just so wrong. Turn around and look at the peanut gallery <laughs> You guys guy right just here. don't even know. It's just wrong. I'm yeah, um,
0: a comedian. comedian, but this is up in in Christmas, Florida, mm-hmm. which is actually the name of the town, Christmas, Florida.
3: And some people there have decorations. And all this year is along.
0: this is a more uh, how do we put it rural area. If you of, blink, you will miss it of 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 Central Florida. But
3: you know, if you if you get off of 50 mm-hmm. and go down towards the fort, it's beautiful. I mean, this is the first time I had gone. And all of the people giving the old crafts, you know, broom making. They had somebody.
0: They had um, some really beautiful crafts that they they have out for for sale and the
3: demonstrations. You know, Stella came out of there with you know a handmade scarf and a handmade bracelet. And
4: if you take your Christmas cards, you can mail them from the Christmas post office, yeah. and they mm-hmm. will have a Christmas stamp. That's on cool.
3: Them. But it was cool. It was fun. It was something a little bit different. All the local. Um, you know, like the Boy Scouts and the civics, civic different leagues, leagues had their little food booth set up where you could get, you know, barbecue, hot dogs, whatever, homemade desserts. Leave a little bit
4: of extra time because you do get to go through Bithlo too,
0: <laughs> which is referred to as the nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> um, okay,
4: you just have to thank me for the setup. It's okay, <laughs>
0: no problem. It
3: was a nice afternoon.
0: You line them up, I'll pe- I'll punt them.
3: A little bit different than the normal. Hoopla, Hoopla! It's different,
0: yeah. It is different, and they also have something similar down in uh, Danakisimi too, don't they? Something like that.
2: Not that I'm aware of.
0: At Isn't the
1: Mace- there a Hoopulation at Universal? Don't they celebrate with the Those, Hoos? They're scary. Yeah,
4: they do. Yeah.
0: And then yeah, Universal has their Macy's, Macy's Day Parade, Grinchmas, Grinchmas, which I don't know if it's still the same guy doing the Grinch at the at the breakfast at Confiscos in Islands of Adventure. But if it is, let me tell you something. Going to see this guy do the Grinch in that breakfast buffet is worth the price of getting into that park. Just that by itself, this guy was brilliant. We actually have on our on our YouTube channel we have video from a couple years ago.
5: Remember that when
0: I did that, and uh, I got to tell you, if I, I I really hope it's still the same guy because he was amazing. How good he was. And uh, you know, actually, Universal does some cool stuff for Christmas. They really do.
1: He reminded me of Jim Carrey in his portrayal
0: in the movie. Exactly. I mean, he was. That's what I said. It's like, okay, he could have given given Jim Carrey a run for his money, and that's saying something because I thought Jim Carrey did a brilliant mm. job as the Grinch. So, um, and then they have, yeah, they do the whole uh, Whoville Christmas stuff over an Islands of Adventure. Um, I wonder what they're doing at uh, Harry Potter for Christmas. Mm.
1: The kids all go home for Christmas, don't they? In the movies.
0: Yeah, but I'm sure I'm you know obviously they're gonna. I'm sure they'll do something over there, holiday wise in terms of at least decorations. But I have to go over and check it out and see. My niece is coming into town. Uh, the the end of the week, so I'm gonna try and get over there, and I think she wants to go see it. So we have anything else? Anything else that we we like for Christmas? No. Yeah, no, we've we've exhausted all the things we like.
4: <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I've had it with Christmas.
0: <laughs> oh, oh say you that.
4: Grinch. No, I mean we we've talked about it. What now since July?
0: It seems like we. Well, been not since about- July. No, I mean. Hey, I got a
3: question. Will the ship be decorated for Christmas? If oh
0: we, yeah. Oh, I the thought. Ship. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. there <laughs> with you, I'm it like what? Sound <laughs> like
3: that.
1: Edit, edit, edit. With a P, as in Paul.
0: Yeah, oh, I thought. <laughs> I got gotcha.
1: you. Yes, I said that.
0: It's, yes, it was Yes, yes. The ship mm-hmm. is decorated for yes.
1: Christmas. Yes, yeah. It'll be my first time seeing it. The
5: terminal is decorated.
1: You too, huh, Teresa? Yeah. Corey, you it Castaway
5: Key yes, will be decorated. Oh, yeah. That's the best when it, the island's decorated.
0: So, it be a lot of fun. So, All right. That is going to do it for our <laughs> kind of bizarre show <laughs> our this Our 4,000th
4: week. Christmas show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,. Yeah, so we will be back with you again next week with our final show for 2010. Uh, Look forward to talking to you then. Have a great one. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes.
4: And
0: Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, everybody that's not going on the cruise.